MomCast is brought to you by the Hutta family of orthodontists. Mommy! It's the MomCast. Really, Mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. MomCast! And MomCast. We love, Heather, anyone that is a do-gooder. We do. In our community. We love it. And our friends from Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery do a program they call Revision Gives Back. And we love this. First of all, because they give us great information about our eyes. That the first and foremost, we need that. But then second of all, they spend a lot of time and effort in the community giving back, just like the program says. Paige from Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery, Revision Gives Back. First of all, thanks for being a mom cast. Second of all, Tell us about this initiative. Thank you for hosting us. We are honored to be a part of this program. Um, Revision Gives Back created back in as an idea when I was talking with our founder and owner, Dr. Schumer. And, you know, he has the privilege of helping people see better every day. And the cool thing about that is, is, you know, that's his skill set. That's his expertise. And, you know, we were just kind of talking about how cool it was that we get to help people see better. And we were talking about, well, what else can we do with all these people that we get to meet and we give them great vision? What else can we do in the community? Because we meet people all throughout central and northern Ohio. And the idea of choosing local groups or nonprofits and finding small, meaningful ways to give back to them each month became a goal for us. And so in 2013 is when we started it. And to date, we have given to over 85 different organizations. Wow. And we've given um, close to $110,000. And so it's just small, meaningful ways of what we're doing and finding local nonprofits. And we have amazing, amazing partners in this. And I'm happy we're able to share and introduce you to some of them today, too. Well, and you said small, meaningful ways, but boy, it sure does add up. It's an impact, big impact. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a nomination process or do you just kind of get around the table and talk about different nonprofits? Or how do you kind of narrow that field to, Um, to who is going to be a recipient? Great, great question. It's a little organic um, with asking in our own team who they may know and then also asking um, our patients. But when you start talking to people and and you find out what their struggles are or when you really start having those relationships with people in your community, you learn that everyone has something going on in their world. And so that's really where it started for us was just that grassroots organic find. And we've evolved over the years and we do ask our team internally to nominate. We do ask our patients if they have someone. Um, Even with working with the Columbus Radio Group, we have also taken suggestions of people they've met and going, hey, this group could really use your help and visibility as well. Wow. Well, I, and I think that's awesome because you're building another connection with your patients, but you're also building that connection with the community. I want to talk with uh, our first guest, one of that you'll be highlighting uh, this time on MomCast. We have Ellie, who is the founder of AngelWorks. How did that partnership start? Do you remember? I sure do. It's a very (laughs) unusual, very strange connection um, that came from a restaurant downtown called Dempsey's. And 
through my connection at Dempsey's and we did something called trifecta and you have to go visit there to learn more about what the trifecta is, but <laughs> it's sounds amazing. It. <laughs> oh, it is. Um, but through there, they had a Mark and his wife, Megan had a grandson who had childhood cancer and they were going through that at the time when I met them and they're the ones who told me, about Angel Works and how amazing Ellie was. And, you know, everyone always says, you know, oh, this person's amazing. I will firsthand tell you, Ellie is amazing at what she does and her connections and who she is and what she does is impact because the families that she supports, the work that she does is above and beyond what I can imagine doing on a daily. So I look forward to you learning more about who Ellie is and what she does. Ellie, First of all, that that's a great introduction, by the no, way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how for you Angelworks started. How did this become something you decided needed to happen or needed to be? Sure. Uh so when I founded Angelworks, um, it did not have anything to do with kids with cancer. Uh it was just a Christmas time program. I have a small obsession with Christmas. <laughs> so um, I, I like giving presents. So I, I would, I liked surprising families. So I would go to the county and I would get the names of five families to adopt for Christmas. And every year I would be in my garage cursing and throwing things because four of the five families would be completely abusing the system. But there was always one family that made me know I wanted to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And the common denominator was that there was a child or a parent that was ill. So I founded AngelWorks only thinking it was going to be my little pet hobby at Christmas. And through the years, I, I kept meeting kids that, that had a child with cancer. But our work was all anonymous. So I would take them presents, leave. And in my mind, everybody lived happily ever after. And in 2009, we helped a family and um, it ended up being their son's last Christmas. He had osteosarcoma, and he was nine. And I was really blown away. And even with all of the families that I had helped that had a child with cancer, it just it didn't occur to me that we were losing kids to cancer. And once I met that family and, and then started learning more about, about these other childhood cancer families, I discovered that... Childhood cancer isn't rare. I thought that it was, but it is very far from rare. And as AngelWorks evolved, I ended up, um, I, I was driving to work one day and uh, a young man named Joe Friend called me and he explained that he also had osteosarcoma and he was terminal and he needed help for his family to pay for his funeral um, so I met with his family and and Joe and I um, became very close. I immediately fell in love with him. And we spent the last months of his life going to high schools and churches and radio stations and anybody that would let us in the doors for him to to tell his story and to talk about childhood cancer statistics. So when he passed, he asked if I would continue doing it. So I already had a 501c3. We just changed our bylaws. And now uh, we only raise awareness and funds for kids with cancer. And you mentioned that. I can't imagine, you know, what a brave young man to Absolutely. say I need to help my family. But th that's just one type of need. 
um, that these families are facing. So what are, I mean, obviously post, you know, aftercare for families and things like that, but what are some of the things you help out with? Sure. So our, we have multiple programs now. The program that is the most difficult to keep funded is our funeral fund. Uh, We pay for up to three funerals every month. Um, Just, you know, just locally. The majority of our kids are patients from Nationwide Children's, but we will help a family from any of our children's hospitals in the state of Ohio. Um, so we, we pay for up to three funerals every month. We have a huge Christmas program still, so I still get my Christmas fix. Uh, so last year, we surprised 96 families throughout Ohio with Christmas. We get wish lists. We do not only buy presents for the child that is battling cancer. We buy them for the entire family. Uh, The children that don't have cancer are very often left out. So every, and it's not intentional. Of course not. You know, the the family has to focus on the child that is ill. So everything that we do, we include every person in the family, not just the child with cancer. Uh, We also include all of the families that have lost a child. Uh, they don't get kicked out of the club just because their child has passed. They're always a part of our family. I love that. Yes, yes, that's very important to us. Um, we also have a grief camp now as we were helping families through the process of of planning a funeral and and all of that, we started discovering that there were so many of these families that needed uh, a support system, and they didn't ever feel like anybody understood. Because grief of losing a child is just different. You know, it's not the same. I've I've lost both of my parents. I cannot imagine losing a child. Um, So we we started that program as well. And then we also have programs where we can help with living expenses. We can help with rent payments or utilities. We provide grocery gift cards and gas gift cards while they're in treatment. And then we have a a program where we do parties for kids. A lot of times when kids have cancer, it's different than adults in that when they go in the hospital, they could be in the hospital for months and months at a time. So we have kids that very often for two or three years don't get to ever celebrate a birthday. So once they're released from the hospital and they're stable enough, we will have a birthday party for them, even if it isn't their birthday. (laughs) You know, we make up a birthday. Sometimes we'll call it a release party. Yeah. Um, you know, but we just really try to do whatever we can to support that community. Now, do you have a large, because obviously you're no longer doing this by yourself. This is a, a monster and it's amazing the, the the people you're touching all over the state. But w- do you have a large volunteer base that helps you? Yes, thankfully. So I'm very blessed to be surrounded by a lot of support. Um, I have a board uh, that that is ten members. Okay. So so the board supports me, um, especially in making decisions and thinking about how we move forward. Uh, so when we put the board together, uh, I was really lucky to be able to find a lot of people that are way smarter than me to have <laughs> on our board. You know, to help. We you know we have yeah. our attorney is on our board. We have one of the doctors from Nationwide on our board. We have two of the caseworkers from Nationwide on our board. So they're able to really help me make decisions and decide how we do things moving forward. Um, But luckily, we have dozens and dozens of people that volunteer for for different things. At Christmas, we have people that volunteer to come and wrap presents. Uh, We have people that that help deliver presents. You know, we're delivering presents all over the state and usually a few to West Virginia. Um, 
you know, so that is such a, a team effort to accomplish those things. And even at our funerals, because very often we'll do a reception for the for the guests mm-hmm. and we have volunteers that come in. They cook all of the food. They serve everyone. Um, they clean up afterwards. So I'm exceptionally blessed to have all of the the people that help. How does revision then assist you <laughs> in what you're doing? Sure. So not only did they write us a check last year, which was very appreciated, mm-hmm. uh, but then they helped make connections for us. So last year they were able to connect us with Once Upon a Child, who then did um, they did a, a a program where they were rounding up. They were allowing people to make donations when they checked out at, at all of their stores. So then they were able to write us a check, too. And, and then that was twofold because it not only got us additional money to help pay for funerals, but it helped to spread awareness. It helped people learn. It helped people, you know, more people realize that that there is this thing that they need to know about. Wow. Yeah, awareness is key. And I, I was just wondering, you know, how do you, you know, let people know how they can help your organization? Like, what's the best way for us to start supporting or even volunteering? Sure. Yeah. So if you go to our website, it's www.myangelworks.org. Okay. There's always contact information there. And then our Facebook page is a really good place to see um, what we have going on and what programs. Currently, the most help that we need is with uh, gifts for Christmas and gift cards. You know, we always need the teenagers are the most difficult ones for us to get presents for. Everybody wants to buy a baby doll for a five-year-old little girl. Um, Nobody really wants to buy a gaming gift card for a 16-year-old boy, you know, but the 16-year-old boy is just as important. So we always need, you know, help with those things and getting grocery cards and and gas cards for, for mom and dad, you know, to deliver those to them at Christmas. And how can they find you? You mentioned the the website. Mm -hmm. Can you mention that again? Yes, it's www.myangelworks.org. Wow, Ellie, this I don't know how you find time to to sleep. I don't sleep very much. (laughs) I I figured. (laughs) I would think it's hard also because you're carrying a lot of Mm -hmm. um, love and and concern for all the families you're helping. Absolutely. And and I don't know if any of you have ever met a child with cancer. Mm If you have not, you need to try to. They have this amazing outlook on life. They will make you change your core beliefs about what are important throughout your day. Um, you know, Joe was able to 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 give me this really amazing gift that, um, you know, he told me one day, he said, you know, every day is important. And I realize, like, that's, like, so cliche. But he said, you know, imagine your worst day. Whatever your worst day is. It's raining. You get a flat tire and run out of gas all at the same time. You're late for a very important meeting. And I'm like, okay. And he said, I'd really love to have another one of those days. Oh, yeah. I would love to have more days, even if they were bad. So even on my worst days, I'm able to stop and realize that I'm still very blessed to have even a bad day. No matter what's going on in that day, it's still a day that I'm given. And there are a lot of kids that I know that would love to be able to have another one of those days. Well, 
that is is heartbreaking and uplifting at the same time. Right. So thank you, first of all, for sharing that. Thank you for creating Angel Works. Uh, I know that I know people you've helped. Um, I know that in my heart. Um, and tell us one more time, can they help these organizations through revision? Page, is that something people can do? We have through our social media their past videos and links to their organization. Um, and that's the thing. We are always trying to pro- provide visibility for the different nonprofits and groups that we support. And so I encourage you to visit our social media, Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery, to learn more about who our past and current uh, Revision Gives Back honorees are. Um, but Angel Works has been just a dynamic group to work with. Ellie and her team do amazing things. And, you know, we're grateful to help be part of that ripple effect of spreading the good that people can do. And it really starts small in the community and how we get to reach others. So I appreciate the opportunity to talk more about it today. Well, thank you. Paige York, Director of Development, Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery, and Ellie, founder of AngelWorks. Thank you both for being on MomCast. Thank you so much. I know this is probably not what you're thinking about right now, but you know what? The year is fleeting. And if you have flexible spending dollars, this is a great time to take advantage of them by visiting my friends at the Hutta family of orthodontists. Now, why would you do that? Maybe your kid needs braces. And you know, my daughter, Olivia, went to Dr. Hutta. She has that beautiful Hutta smile. I also had Invisalign. And that is a great place to go. The Hutta family of orthodontists. They are experienced. They are the experts. Dr. James T. Hutta and Dr. Larry Hutta have more than 30 years of experience between them. They are brothers and they've created thousands of beautiful smiles in central Ohio. So don't let the year go by without at least checking. They offer a free consultation and a free x-ray. Beautiful locations in Gahanna, Worthington, and Westerville. So check them out. The Hutta Family of Orthodontists at HuttaFamilyOrtho.com. Well, moms and dads, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us for MomCast. And if you ever have a topic idea that you want to share or even just a question, and I mean, I'm not an expert, but I'd love to hear from you and maybe we can try and help. And don't forget to tell your mom friends about MomCast. Subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, thanks and we'll see you soon. 